0: Welcome to Lack of Focus, an X-Wing Miniatures Game podcast, brought to you by Dice 8 Productions. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to another episode of Lack of Focus, episode 55, The Spoils of War. I am your host, Ed Horton, and alongside me tonight, one Mr. Sean Dorsey. Sean, how's it going, my friend?
1: Sorry,
2: all right. How
0: are you, pretty good and then our producer extraordinaire one Mr. Chris Sheriff. Chris how's it going my friend?
2: Good thanks Ed.
0: So we were supposed to have one Mr. Chad Brown joining us and we even postponed the show several hours even having already postponed this one. This is uh this has been a nightmare to be perfectly honest. We were supposed to record on a Wednesday and then we were supposed to record today at six and it was a little close to dinner time so I asked Chris if we could record on eight on a Sunday and Chad wanted to join in at 10 and we waited and waited and Chad never joined us, so now we're going to try to do this as, as efficiently as possible for episode 55. We've got some stuff to go over. Um, we've got some flight deck stuff we're going to be covering, what we've been doing in gaming. Um, there's some new releases coming out we'd like to talk about, and then there's this whole points thing we should probably dive into. So, I'm going to roll into everyone's flight deck. I know, Sean, you just said you were doing a ton of gardening, and you had, to, gardening, you had some time off, so what have you been doing lately, my friend?
1: Uh, first, I built a... Wood shop in my basement. That's what I'm working on right now. Um, and then I'm working on my garden. That should be done now. So the condition it's in, I'm going to plant some stuff tomorrow. But the condition it's in is exactly how it's going to be till next year. So that's finally done. But I had to have the days off in a row so I could do it. For me to do it, it's kind of a... Chore because I have to take so many breaks, so it's not like I can just go in and do it all at one time. So,
2: so but uh,
1: but I put together my dust collection system for my wood shop, so that's I got a lot accomplished so far this weekend, which is nice. No gaming, of course, but I got a little uh, I take it back, I got a little uh, Animal Crossing in, but that's about it.
0: <laughs> that's good. We did D&D this past week, didn't we? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah but that's another show.
0: <laughs> this is true. This is true. All right. Well, I'll slide over to Chris. Chris, what have you been up to lately?
2: Um, well, I've done some painting. I painted a certain Queric for a certain D&D game Ooh, with um, a magic good. item that he does not yet have. So, you know, he is hoping. <laughs> All you guys have to do is come through for him. He'll be okay. Uh, um, yeah, it was good fun. Um, did some freehand painting, which I've not done for a while. I um, haven't played any X Wing this. This past two weeks, been uh, we were going. Uh, the original plan for a show was that we were going to record a game, but then a uh, bit of life happened, you know. So yeah. we'll uh, we've got some good topics. I think that'll be okay. Then I've the, been. Tra- I'll take
0: the blame yeah. for that again. It's always my fault. I, I recognize that this is always my fault. But we released a new module um, for. Uh, My work's EMR, and shit went sideways awfully quick. And I began to realize that not everyone knows how to do their job, apparently. And then it comes down to me, to having to fix things and and bug fix live in production, which is always a joy if you're ever a (laughs) developer. Um, Fixing live bug fixes uh, in production is always awesome whenever you're dealing with something that genuinely, if it's down, uh, could potentially cost human lives. No pressure, none whatsoever. So um, that all having been said, I was able to get most of that stuff cleared out by like 8 p.m. Um, so I wasn't at work too late. But overall, things seem to have been running smooth. I've been officially on call <laughs> all weekend. And I haven't gotten a phone call. So that's it's always good. good. This is these It are good is, good.
2: This is good. That is good. I believe we have good. some German listeners. So, you know, there you go. That's like the extent of my German. <laughs> that is good.
0: That's is
2: good. Um, yeah, what I, so Wednesday was actually good. I was. I remember being not relieved, but like not overly bothered, because I'd done a procrastinating as is my way and was trying to get caught up on other things. So I think I got something edited. I don't know. I, did, I definitely did something that I've been I think putting off.
0: Show. I think that got up.
2: Oh, yeah. In fact, I edited the D&D show, because that mm-hmm. goes on Thursday. Yeah, so, I yeah, that's what I did. I remember now. Yeah, there you go. I remember, I too. edited <laughs> a D&D. Yeah. what was that episode that was um lies funerals and the help
0: <laughs> the workforce yeah. that we have like we've become like one of the second largest employer in Barovia
2: <laughs> like, Some I thought I, you guys like, hired the first person who turned up right. that, that,
1: you know sometimes that's just the best way to do it right <laughs> I still
0: think that's a horrible idea I'm still in the camp that she's going to end up killing us in her sleep
2: what could possibly I go wrong right? That's right. <laughs> um, that was good fun. I was saying to Ed before we were jumping on Sean that I'm like, I feel like I'm prepped for about two or three sessions, which means that you guys have to do something completely off the wall to fuck me over um, and go we'll into find- parts of a module that don't exist yet.
0: <laughs> we'll find a way to
1: do that. I was just going to say, I think that we'll be, uh, we'll be able to do that pretty well.
2: Yeah, I'm just going to role-play you guys. Yeah, so you, you're walking across the open field, and then suddenly you start walking at a weird angle along this invisible wall <laughs> that's not been There's rendered yet.
0: There's these wooden tracks that are on the ground with metal rods, and you just keep following them. I don't know no, how. It's like,
2: like when you play in one of the open-world computer games and you hit a part that you can't leave. Yeah, So oh, you, well. you're just like running, and you're not moving. You It'll be fine. Anywhere. Uh, I, I, the other thing I actually spent time doing was I finally got around to um, tidying up the Discord, which means that everyone who's already in probably hates me now because they'll get like a billion notifications and have to like. So, a bit of advice if you go into the Dice 8 Productions bit at the top of the Discord, you can set server notification preferences. So, you can change that to be uh, only at mentions and stuff like that. If you do it there, it does it for every subcategory rather than trying to do it by channel but i broke it down pretty well we've got some local stuff for calgary and uh, edmonton people we have some video gaming stuff um i bought uh so I, may have spe- I may have spent all of my savings on um a playstation vr setup and the an iron man game that came out on friday <laughs> so, so i funny. am in fact iron man I got to <laughs> like, like bad, shoot yeah. like hand repulses at things and like wrist rockets and like chest lasers and yeah, it's awesome. Um so yeah. that was good fun. Um yeah, I painted a model for Sean. So it's gotta go in the mail tomorrow. And um pictures yeah, I've been good working. I I have a new picture I need to upload. So I post it to my Instagram. all of that and should dried and everything. Um I'm working on a guy okay, I painted a load of Death Guard stuff for asked if I could do some Blood Angels for him. So I've been doing some sample models for some Blood Angels. So that'll get swatted in between some sisters of Battle. Oh, uh, finally! It, yeah, I have a list on my wall now of everything I need to get done. And I, I've color-coded and everything. So I have like a recurring thing of like prep for D&D, edit D&D video. Every two weeks, I have to like prep for lack of focus and then edit lack of focus. And it's all these recurring jobs. And then I slot in like commissions and stuff around there. So hopefully I can stay ahead of it once I get ahead, which I'm currently not. But, you know, <laughs> it'll I'm be OK. Not. It'll be fine. I, I believe I'm reverse ahead, which is, you know, still ahead in one way. <laughs> that means I'm behind.
0: Yeah, still way behind. That's OK. <laughs>
2: Um,
1: yeah, yeah even even being behind is still good because at least you're doing something, right? Even though it's nothing, it's still something.
2: <laughs> oh, <Our> progress <laughs> is being made. <laughs> right.
1: That's right.
0: That is one way to look at it.
2: I, I even whilst um, you know behind the scenes stuff was happening, Ed had to go away and pick up his son for ten minutes. I was like, well, I have ten minutes, so I could probably get uh, audacity to do a like a soft limiter on an audio track but I need to soft limit in audacity at some point. So I got, I just got it to process that while I was waiting. Oh, lovely! You know? So progress Constant, has been made.
0: Progress has been made. All right. Anything else, good sir?
2: Um, yeah, not without spoiling Monday or tomorrow. Ooh. You know, Ooh. tomorrow. Do I'm <laughs> so excited. So I, I spent. This is from probably it probably fits into this window, but I designed a monster for D and D.
0: Ooh, Very
2: from cool. a from a ground up. So we'll we'll see. Ooh, looking forward. We'll see. to will see. I have no I, I have no idea if it'll uh, appear, if it'll like be a part of a game, what will happen, if it'll kill the entire party, or if it'll just roll over and die. So but that'll be interesting.
0: <laughs> it will be interesting.
2: See if I can't like make any videos on that stuff until like further down the line, because it will spoil don't stuff. Spoil it for
0: us. Yeah. Exactly.
2: But that's it. That's me.
0: All right. Well, let's see if I can do mine really, really quick. So I think I may or may not have shared my poor Swarm Lord story. Um, but as I was getting ready to on the, Prime... on the
2: Discord, folks. You shared it on the Discord, which you should I all did. join.
0: I, I did. So I shared the fact that I had uh, was in the process of getting ready. I built my uh, Tyranid Swarm Lord. I had, it, was our, it was an old metal model. I'd already had it on the base and I just snapped the old arms off because I super glued the arms on that's, you know, if you put those in a freezer and take it out of the freezer and snap them off and make, it really breaks the bond between metal and super glue. That's a good, you know, pro gamer pro hobbyist tip and took the new arms uh, from the flying hive kit and that. I bought and put them on the store move and I was priming it and I, when I prime mine, I did all of the priming, and then I had to catch a couple other pieces on it. So I went to where I live. I have a retaining wall that is my driveway, and that's where I usually do my priming. I put a cardboard box up so I'm not spending spray paint all over the hall uh, all over the neighborhood. Put the model in, spray paint in the box, take everything and put in the garage. So I put the box up, put the model in, reached over to grab the white primer to prime my model, and the wind kicked up <laughs> and knocked the box over with my prime <laughs> with my hive tyrant in there. And as it is a metal model, pieces went everywhere including snapping and destroying the base that came along with it because those old metal models had a really thick peg that you drilled into the base to make sure that it didn't go anywhere and it basically destroyed the base so i took this as a sign i, f- I found all the pieces luckily in the middle of the night i found all the pieces including a Hooks on his on his feet. Found all the pieces, got him inside, and said, "Okay, this is a sign. This is clearly not the base that my swarmlord belongs on." So I went out and got a nice, cool resin skull um uh, base for my swarmlord, and I finished a Games Workshop model this week. I actually did hobby. I actually applied paint to models, and you can see that I put pictures up in the Discord of my finished swarmlord on his throne of skulls base, and it turned out a lot better than I thought it was. And I had forgotten how much of a joy it is. Painting model. So then I dug up every other Tyranid model that I had and said, here's what I have painted, here's what I don't have painted. So now I'm going back to my old deal that I used to make with myself. I'm going to build my rank and file troops and paint those. And when I'm done painting those, I will reward myself for something big, like a trigon or the flying hive tyrant. So I've got gene stealers on the, they're primed and they're sitting upstairs. They're ready, to, ready for me to start putting base coats down on tomorrow. Maybe not tomorrow, we're doing D&D. So probably on Tuesday, I'll put <laughs> base coats down. Um, but I've gotten back into painting. And it's actually influenced my son, who wants to play orcs whenever Ninth edition comes out. We have all these orc stuff here. Um, he broke out some paints and he and I were sitting in the living room watching Star Trek and painting models together. It was awesome. (laughs) So I was showing him how to use washes for the first time. He's never done it before. And after he got done with his first one, he said, that turned out pretty well. I'm like, yeah, now you've got like 10 more boys to do. He's like, yep, yep. Let's get on that. So- that 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 was my hobbying. Um, I also had the lovely experience of over 4th of July. First of all, I'm currently, I know there's no video, but I am currently finishing off a corona because I wanted to celebrate the coronavirus for 4th of July and here in the U.S. as we went nowhere and did nothing because cases are on the rise here in the U.S. and we decided that it was not a wise decision with two type 1 diabetics. To go out and do anything so we watched fireworks from the front lawn um but about i don't know one o'clock in the afternoon my wife's like hey it's 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 a little warm in the house don't you think i'm like well it's like 91 outside so it is gonna be a little bit warm and i walk over to the thermostat and it's 78 and it's at 72 and i walk up and i put my hand on the air conditioning vent and nothing is coming out at all <laughs> i'm like oh that sucks So we had a guy come out uh, today, luckily, to fix the AC. And that was a, a little bit of a bill. Um, but yeah, so it it begs the question, like, and I now realize how privileged my my poor kids are because like, at like 10 o'clock, my kids are downstairs where where our, where our bedroom is. It's in the basement, um, in a finished basement. My, my kids come downstairs. It's hot. I can't sleep. And I'm like, dude, I grew up with no AC. Like, what do you, it's one night. It's one night. You'll be fine.
2: Uh, We don't have AC. And uh, there's about four days a year where AC would be worth the money. (laughs) <laughs> and then i i well ac would be worth any amount of money and then i'm like uh, we're poor we can't buy that so we have many <laughs> other things on the list before air conditioning unfortunately
0: well it came with a house when we bought it central air, oh yeah. All yeah but when it doesn't work and the kids are like like i, I felt so bad because i legitimately there's the part of me like i felt bad because i felt i slept uncomfortably last night myself i'm looking forward to sleeping tonight in ac it's going to be beautiful but like it like, I grew up with no AC, so, like, this is not something I'm not accustomed to. We've gone camping and not had, you know, we've had hot, steamy nights like this where you're trying to sleep. Yeah. But, yeah. The kids were all like, I don't know what to do. It's so hot and uncomfortable. So, the, the irony
1: of that, ad is that I keep my house at it between 76 and 78.
0: Oh,
2: really?
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, so- the time I turn it down to 76 is when the humidity's high in the house. Otherwise, yeah. it's 78.
2: mean that that's only, like, in 20, 22 degrees away from water boiling. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, for you,
1: yes. Yes, on that side of the pond, yes, it'd be 22 degrees <laughs> from water
2: boiling. I fucking hate Fahrenheit, you losers. <laughs> get a grip.
0: Celsius does make a lot more sense. I'm just not used to it. All I right. get it from zero <laughs> to 100. It makes sense.
1: I do. truthfully, after this many years, it doesn't make any sense to me. So, <laughs> M50, I don't care anymore. I don't want to go metric. <laughs> I'll, I'll stand <laughs> my ground know. on
0: that one. I, well, Sean, you're old enough that you've heard, remember, like, they said, oh, yeah, the metric system's going to be everywhere. The U.S. is going to convert to the metric system, and the U.S. just went, nope. <laughs> We're not doing so, that.
2: temperature is the only thing I don't understand both of. I have no concept of what is hot and cold in Fahrenheit. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, none.
1: What's interesting about it? I know how to convert it because of the field I work in, so that I understand both sides. I can, but yeah, you're right. You know, the difference between Celsius and Fahrenheit makes no sense. Um, thirty-two to zero. You know, who set that crap up? You know, <laughs> but I get why zero would be the smarter way of looking at freezing than thirty-two degrees. You know, but I'm sure at some point it was all about money. You know, and then it all.
2: Uh, was it not the coldest thing they could measure consistently was salt water freezing?
1: Um, well, if you look at if, I if I you look, I at,
2: think that's the story behind Fahrenheit, but I don't actually know. Uh, no,
1: Fahrenheit. Well, kind of, sort of. But when you look at like the heating, and air conditioning industry is based on British thermal units, which is the amount of heat it takes to to heat one pound of water one degree or mm. remove. One degree from one pound of water—that's the whole concept of it. But um, yeah, it's it's interesting when you're when, when you're talking about you know the metric system and then you're talking about Fahrenheit, Celsius. It's like I do a lot of—I'm just getting into woodworking. I literally—it's actually something that I can do kind of sitting down, which is nice. Um, yeah. But the the problem with it, as always, is. Trying to, like, I find plans online. I'm not a creative person where I can just see something and build it. I have to have physical plans. And it's difficult for me when I go, when I find a set of plans that's in metric. (laughs) Because then I have to get online and use the calculator so that I can switch it over to, because I don't have anything that's metric. Like, I don't have any, I have metric tools, of course, but I don't have tape measures that give me. Centimeters, millimeters, and meters, or anything like that. So,
2: so uh, if I was working in wood, I would probably do feet and inches. But it's if I was working, easier.
1: It's easier to me, but you can get more precise yeah. in, in centimeters I, and millimeters.
2: Yeah. If I was working in um in metal, I'd do centimeters and millimeters. But
1: yeah, I mean, because your your pre- precision has to be there. But, yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, the other thing as well as a gamer i use my 28 millimeter model that can move four inches yeah <laughs>
0: well because that was my next question i was like maybe you can confirm for me because i'd always heard that whenever like 40k fantasy back in those days like there were two different whipsticks. remember the plastic whipsticks that used to come Oh, so powder? one of them
2: was for epic and uh epic was in centimeters and millimeter and uh right. inches and um war master was we'll the other game that they did
0: oh maybe so the, so 40k has always been inches always in... been
2: inches Yeah, the blue sticks uh, and battlefleet gothic was only in centimeters i believe
0: that that one i knew it was 40k was the one that i was th- i always heard that the that you brits always got the uh the the metric system version of it and i'm like oh, that's
2: awesome. no uh, no right so it, if you buy a car in the uk it's set to miles an hour Oh, all the side you drove in the uk
0: we did but it's st- i thought it w- yeah no you're right because kilometers was, was on the middle one it's the same way now that you said that out yeah. loud i'm thinking it you're right
2: yeah. All that? Right, yeah. yeah i don't know i think that's that's enough of a, a lack of focus on x-wing <laughs> guess <for us. laughs>
0: yeah we would keep we would keep the only other thing i think i've been doing gaming was like, so i've been following ninth edition uh 40k stuff like i'm i'm totally all in um i, I bump into this problem of course as i was saying to chris offline um i really want to start playing whatever comes out in, the, in three weeks but i uptick in cases in COVID-19 I'd prefer not to go to a store so I joined um tactical or tactical tortoises uh discord channel they're doing um stuff on tabletop simulator and I think I might start joining in games there for now and just doing my hobby at home and I we do need to crown our victorious uh overlord of seal clubbing uh as Chris did close out our first game of uh, Neptune's Pride with a win
2: as if it was in doubt. God.
0: <laughs> yeah. Here, let's get a whole bunch of new players to play the game and then beat the crap out of. <laughs> Although well, I, it, I, I say that in jest, I'm not. I genuinely don't mean that.
2: I tried to lose, but you just wouldn't beat me. So I, you, you weren't the only you, person I told when to attack me. You're Everyone, right. I, I, I told Alan, I, I'm going. I'm going doing this. But so I, this is the perfect time if you're going to push in on me because I can't stop you. And then people didn't. You know. You did That's why. That's the real reason why I turned on an- anonymity for this one.
0: Uh, only, obviously, for those folks that can actually, you know, or pay. They're the ones that are anonymous ones. I just might have to find. No,
2: that. so you can, you can change because you get to type your name in. So it's your, you chose to type in Evil Ed 209 again. Oh, I didn't no realize one made you an option
0: for that. I didn't realize you had an option for that. Well, anyway, yeah, so we started a second game. Um, we've got more players. It's a larger game. I'm clicking over here, taking a look right now. We're looking to do, it's 216 stars. You're going to get 109. And we have, what, 10 players?
1: One, two, three. Yeah.
0: Yeah, 10 players. So all of them are Discord members, correct, if I'm not mistaken?
2: Um, I might have posted on Facebook as well. I can't remember. Oh, okay. Once it, I gave it like a day for the uh, for cast to sign up, a day for the patrons to sign up, a day for Discord to sign up, and then I, I just expanded the bubble. Cool. So,
0: well, long story short, this one is we have no idea how big the star system is. I can't see anything that is outside of my um area. I only have seen one neighbor and that's it. So this should be really interesting.
2: What color were there?
0: I, I I'm not giving you any intel <laughs> at all. I'm not not a, not one. Iota of intel. Not this time. I gave you intel last time because I was conceding defeat at that juncture. And I was looking forward to moving on it because I saw my mistakes that I made before. Not this time.
2: <laughs> it's okay. Do you know? Do you know who I am yet?
0: Someone said that you were the cat, but I looked for like I looked at all the artwork for all the players. There are no cats. <laughs> so I don't know who. I have no idea who you are.
2: Good. So, Good. and
0: I think that's I think that's better. I think that's better. Uh, you that can't means that run...
2: that when when it's finished, I won.
0: <laughs> we shall see. We shall see. I have planned. no,
2: no. You you can't prove otherwise. When it's finished, I won.
0: <laughs> Does it reveal at the end who's who? Uh,
2: I don't know. <laughs> I it's been curious. a long time since I played an anonymous game because normal I I haven't actually played it for a long time before that game because I. Right, it's not as much fun just playing with random people on the internet it's definitely oh, no, one that benefits from yeah.
0: yeah this is way more fun so like i'm lo- like i said i'm really looking forward to like i could be in my own little corner of the galaxy for a week and you not hope see another living not
2: in the center of the galaxy surrounded yeah, by everyone i have no
0: idea i, I have know? no idea where i am i could be in the center i could be on the far fringe i could just have like to my west could be the edge of the entire galaxy i honestly
2: don't know I, I think you should just gamble and move all of your fleets so that they are within range of a person who you've seen so that you can overwhelm them and just assume that the other edge is like dead space and no one can come from that direction
0: i, I don't think that's a wise decision at all <laughs>
2: no.
0: i think i'm guarding all of my potential borders like from again, I don't think I'm giving anything away. You don't you, I don't know if you can see me or not, but like there are X number of stars that are like the like, endpoints in into my into my section of the galaxy. I've got them all covered. And I'm just gonna slowly expand out.
2: Let's have a look. Oh, okay. I need, uh, leadership. So oh you're in second place. Shh. Second quiet, place.
0: Quiet you. I in, I don't know how they I don't know how I got that high up because I was trying to remain mid-tier but there are other players that are much, much lower than I am that I was not anticipating. But I am – what's weird because we're all on um, – because we are all on uh, – what's the word I'm looking for? It's – because I can't see anybody. I can't do, like, direct comparisons right away because there used to be this little bar across the top. You can just click p- players and see where they were. You, there's so you have actually a little work you, if, you,
2: if you click in the top left of the thing where you've got your options and then click leaderboard mm-hmm. – Mm-hmm. You should be, still be able to see everyone from there, and you click the eyeball.
0: Yep. And that's what and, I do to yeah. see where I'm at and standing.
2: Yeah, but if you click the eyeball, you can compare who's got what technology and stuff. Correct. So, so I, I, Greg, for example, has got terraforming because Greg's playing, and I know what his online handle is.
0: Oh, uh, so, but I don't.
2: You've What What player's got terraforming? Oh.
0: Well, there's a couple, I thought.
2: I don't know. I've I only checked
0: out okay i have got. I see two possibilities <laughs> okay that doesn't help me nor do i want to know i don't want to know because this is what's going to be interesting to me is like with everything look okay, at okay,
2: you stuff. you've got terraforming and weapons and are in second place Gosh.
0: quiet quiet you i may have put different priorities on this one <laughs> <laughs> quiet you
2: <laughs> all right shall we talk I about x-wing get-
0: oh yeah we should probably do it shall
2: we we do this considering you're the one who's like it's nearly midnight now
0: oh jesus yeah all right so let's get uh do you want to do elephant in the room first uh yeah we'll do that we'll hit that one elephant in the room so ffg came out and officially announced that there will be no points adjustment at the scheduled time frame i believe that their reasonings um and i can't say that i didn't call this because i feel like if you go back rewind the clock a couple of episodes i think i said something very similar in that with the current environment that we're currently in there's not a lot of competitive events going on if at all and they don't have a ton of data to derive that from to determine which points adjustments need to be made so they elected to not do that and they postponed them they didn't cancel them they postponed them correct
2: said july so yeah it'll come out in july
0: Yeah. So it's, they gave us an extra additional month for them to collate some more data. So I'm okay with that, to be perfectly honest with you. I know there's a lot of people. I know that there are a lot of people that were like really upset that they didn't make points adjustments. And I'm like, what difference does it make? Like, what
2: are you going to do? I mean, I think, so I think people were upset that they said on the Friday that they'd be coming out and then on the Monday they said they weren't. But I think that it's I think mostly it is just uh, people wanted to be mad at something.
1: <laughs> well, I, I also think too that Fantasy Flight is trying to do what's right for the game. I mean, when you don't, if you're doing things that aren't data-driven, you're just going to piss more people off at the end of the day. I think you know when points of their ship are what they think they should be, or however you want to look at that. By pausing it, you know, I mean we're in a world, a point in the world where everything's on pause anyway. Yeah, there's no cons, so what really are you? You know, what's the rush at this point? You already have points that are out there, you know, it's not like they took all the points away,
0: right? You know, it's not
1: like you can't build lists, it's just you're not going to get the updated points until they're ready to put them out. And I think that's a smart way to do it. Yeah, I agree.
0: I, I recognize that this might not be a very popular opinion, and I'm okay with that, but. I think the same people who are complaining that the points weren't out on time would be the same ones that would be complaining that this didn't get adjusted and that didn't get adjusted. So like, I feel like they were in a no win situation no matter what. Um, <laughs> Personally, I think they made the right call, but like, there's not enough yep. data to drive it off of. I don't know where they would even get data from. I mean, I know there's some folks that are doing some stuff on Vassal, which is fantastic. Continue that. Keep doing that. Absolutely. But that feels like an artificial meta to me. It's not a real meta. It's not.
2: But even if it is, it's not a meta that FFG can acknowledge to Lucasfilm. Like, exactly. That's crazy talk. There's that talk. Uh, but- hi, Disney. We decided to not protect your IP from all of these pirates. Can you approve these point changes for us?
0: Right. And that's the second part. How
2: Absolutely. about get wrecked? We're taking our game back and uh, we'll take all of your other company as well because we just sued you for not protecting our IP, which I'm pretty sure is probably included in the licensing agreement somewhere, you know.
0: I'd almost guarantee Don't let you.
2: people pirate our shit.
0: Yeah, I would almost <laughs> but, guarantee hey-ho. it. So for those of you that are like, well, there's stuff going on. You can look here, here and here. No, no, they can't. Um, So when you're basing it off of strictly data that's gone through Tome, there is none. So how do you make points adjustments based on little to no data? The short answer is you can't. So ultimately, in Uh, the end, I think... And
2: ultimately, the best part about it is that it means we get to do our points guessing because we would have missed it otherwise. We would have.
0: (laughs) So FFG delayed
2: points so that I can give money to charity. Thanks, (laughs) FFG.
0: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So, what it really means is, like, from a selfish point of view, that's the real reason why we're. No, I, I still think it's the right call. <laughs> I mean, we'd have just sucked that up if we didn't. Yeah. So, all right. So, there we've had that conversation. It, we can move on. Yeah. So, There's actually yeah, so, coming out, by the way.
2: So, what I thought we could do is basically hit the new ships that I think, from memory, I think they're actually delayed until September. So, even though the points are changing now that's i probably wanted to try and do like comparisons there sure so i i thought we could basically just take the cheapest of each ship and then like one of the upgrades from each article and try and guess points for that i don't know
0: yeah no we can go with that absolutely
2: so first one on this have oh you've got i I have the zy class white shuttle first if we're looking at the same article
0: we are All right, so that is coming in at a two attack range, two evade, five hull, and two shields it comes with. So the one that we see has a calculate token, but I also see a focus token in the pack. So I assume that one of these pilots actually is a human uh, and is actually going to have focus as opposed to calculate. It's got a red target lock, a red coordinate, and then a A gem action.
2: Thank Show. you. That's what yeah. I'm
0: looking for. Uh looks like it's got a standard front firing arc. Interesting. Uh, and then the mm-hmm. the you do get a preview for a crew, which is Agent Terex uh, for the first order. Uh, at this, Ooh, in the setup. Okay, so equip this uh, side face up and place three Calculate Tokens on this card. That's where the Calculate Tokens come from. Yeah. At the start of the engagement phase, you may choose a friendly ship at range 0 to 3 and move one Calculate Token from this card to that ship. Uh, wait, so, uh, blah, blah, blah. Try that again. <laughs> calculate token from this card to have that ship gain the matching token. Then if yeah. there are no calculates on this card, flip it. Now we don't know what the flip is yet. No. So we're going so, for point points cost.
2: Points for the cheapest version of the ship and points for that upgrade card.
0: Okay. So so when you say cheapest version of the ship, I see a zero initiative version of the ship. So are we basing that out on zero because we no, whichever your,
2: one is cheapest. So my so,
0: my thought process would be the the initiative two is going to be cheaper than the initiative zero.
2: Yeah, I could be
0: wrong, nice. um, but I think we kind of need to This is a spe- weird special case. We kind of need to uh, come so to I would
2: that. also guess that the initiative zero thing is actually one of those special tokens. So like you have the discord oh, missiles yeah. have a power card.
0: Okay, I do see that. Okay, you're probably right. Okay, so we'll go with the initiative two. I see where you're going.
2: Given that the initiative zero doesn't have an attack symbol next to it oh, and has three agility. Okay. I'm just, just guessing.
0: That's probably fair. That's fair. All right, so let's look at first order. Where would I put this? Because this is almost... Mm,
2: so it, it's an Upsilon, so but not good at killing anything. Right, exactly. So for me... Like how many points is an up-so-on? Like the cheapest up-so-on is like 50. 58 points. Yeah. 58
0: points currently.
2: So if you if you want me to take this over an up-so-on, I'm going to say this has to be like 40 points. No, no, then I can have four of them. Do I want to take four? Mm-hmm. Uh, four, four large base fixed-arc chips with only a front-arc. Yeah, that's fine. Maybe 40. I'll, I'll go first, and I'll say... Oh, the cheapest one's gonna be forty-five points.
0: Forty-five points. Yeah, it is a large base. Hmm. hmm. So I'm thinking. I don't know that it has all the upgrades that the epsilon has. So what do we have down here? uh What I can tell does have some munition slots. It looks like, just judging from that. I see. Do I see dead man switch in there as well? No, that can't be right.
2: Uh. Yeah. Let's see out uh, for dead man switch.
0: That's interesting.
2: So, a big cargo God. shoot.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's, yeah, there's that too. So it does have it does have the opportunity for for and that.
1: Does that look like a missile or something?
0: Yes, interesting. All right, so I'm gonna take a wild guess. Uh, in Chris, yours was what forty eight.
2: Forty five. I was gonna I, go forty eight, but I bottled it. I'm gonna go fifty. Fifty for I, Sean.
0: I'll go right in the middle because forty eight felt, felt right when I heard it.
2: Okay, then the the impossible guess because it's a double sided card that we only know one side to. I'm looking forward to this one.
0: <laughs> How many crew slots does it take well, up? Well, probably just one. Yeah, just it's one. First, okay. order,
2: for, first order only, and it's a single crew. It gives you three calculate tokens that you can move around in the engagement phase.
0: Yeah, but it's it's still ranged. It's not like Palpatine yeah. levels. Um, so it's still going to be zero, zero
2: to three time. is pretty big from a large base ship. Well, zero to three it doesn't is have to be big. on this large base ship, obviously. But it's not an action and it moves the calculator around. Correct. But we don't know what the flip side is.
0: No, which is difficult to make the point, sure So I, I almost feel like this one shouldn't count. But.
2: So, see, I I'll... have a technique that I'm not going to share because I went first on the last one.
0: All right. Well, I'll take the <laughs> leap on this one. I think he's going to be. General Hux level, I think. I think six points.
2: Six points.
0: Okay. Passing around. F- granted, they calculate tokens, but passing around calculate tokens could be could be quite important.
1: I'm gonna go nine. Ooh, there you go. Uh, I, I think that passing stuff around and then having a the ability to range zero that that's that's pretty darn good.
2: Yeah, so it can go onto his own ship as well, Correct. which is pretty strong. Um, yeah. So I am taking eight points, because eight oh. seems like a popular number for crew costs.
0: <laughs> At least when they first come out.
2: Yep. Um, okay, so then the lat is up next. Okay, so, so. Th- this was the one where you were talking about how <laughs> should this be an X-Wing, because it, it's like a troop transport, and like it flies in the void and stuff, and then I cut you well, off. My, and... argu-
0: my argument was that it, fly- it flies in atmosphere.
2: Yeah. Um as
0: to whether or not it actually does anything in uh, its space, should it be in X-wing at all? Because I would then make the argument that I should have my snowspeeders. Because the argument that we always about the reason why snowspeeders aren't in X-wing is because well, those are just flying in atmosphere; they don't actually fly in space. So, yeah. <laughs> But uh, so anyway.
2: if you watch these do launch from the Venator, um, I know, cru- like cruisers and come out of when it opens up, and oh, it's cool as shit. And you don't think of them as
0: fire, like they go, they launch from there. I agree, but you think of them as firing in atmosphere.
2: I agree.
1: Yeah, I think though that I mean, there's enough footage of them happening in space, too, where they are gunships in space, which is weird. But you know, a laser laser can work just as well in space as it does in atmosphere.
2: My argument really bothers me. I agree. All (laughs) right. It's got these two big cannons on the front, and then the, the stuff, the like looks like gun pods on the wings, and then two things that might be engines or cannons on top. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. But then its attack is a two dice bow tie.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's no native firing arc on it. It is the, it is a bow tie.
2: Yeah. So, like, really? Really? <laughs> Oh, it makes me. Maybe sad. those
0: guns in the top rotate. Maybe the whole rings. It's like a helicopter. I don't know.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Right, so so, so, so Sean, in. Sean's turn to go first. But I think the obvious comparison here has got to be like the um, the arc. Maybe yeah, is where I would be looking to base this because it's what, eight and two, eight, eight, eight hole two shields. It looks like. And then two attack, attack, ice bow tie, and a one agility. Well, so. and then it
0: also has two energy, two energy, two energy native, which I assume oh, is that, what that's the...
2: on that card. So it might be a named one, maybe oh,
1: that's a generic. Oh, uh, no,
2: yeah.
0: So that's I'm saying. Whatever the baked in, it, uh, baked in ability is for the the chassis might use that energy, but we don't know. So that is something to account for. Whatever you're accounting for the points, because if uh, that looks let, like, let's it's...
2: see. If anyone on Reddit had Legolas vision on it.
0: (laughs) Had Legolas vision on it.
2: What do uh, uh, your elven eyes tell us, Reddit? (laughs) That gunship, X3.0. So
1: so what's interesting, though, is that the generic doesn't have the top ability that the other ones do. It just has the inherent ability.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that makes sense for a generic. It also comes with what looks like a calculate token? And I'm guessing no, that's a focus. It's got to be a focus. Okay, that's so a focus, focus, reinforce, reinforce, yeah, reload, and then oh. what is the one that I'm missing in the
1: middle?
2: I Why can't can I- see. You.
1: So my guess oh. on this one, I'm going to say forty-two.
2: Forty-two. So you thinking cheaper than the Zai?
1: Yeah, for the for the generic. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they'll go above that that limit of being able to put five on the table maybe four. Uh, let me think here real quick. So 42 or 52. think. you I'm going to say 42. I think that you can put four on the table because yeah, they I, are they aren't a spectacular ship, you know, without but.
0: knowing the ba- Yeah. Without knowing the baked in ability, I would agree, but that baked in ability could affect that. I would agree that I was thinking we're 48 points. So that's kind of where I'm going to come in with it. Okay. Yeah. But again, that's very The baked in ability could be amazing. And it looks like that energy recharges each turn, too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then we got... Uh, wait, we haven't heard Chris's number yet. I was going to move on
1: to Plunk am uh,
2: I'm shocked and appalled that the generic has energy, so I'm kind of...
1: Shocked and appalled that it's Shocked and <laughs> appalled? <laughs>
2: because it means That's it's going to be words, that. and I have to read stuff, and I... Oh. Oh, That's why saw, like, so it's really uh, difficult
0: without knowing what that ability is. It's going to be tough coming up with the points for it.
2: No, I don't know. I'm, so you two have gone to the wall, haven't you? So you said 42 shot, and then Ed said 48. 48,
1: 48 for so, Ed?
2: Mm-hmm. I'm going to take the opposite end. Do I want to do that? <laughs> so, do I, so do I just play the game so that I get to win? I'm going to say that you... Can't field four of them because it's a a turret, so 40 hit points on a turret. So I'm gonna say 51. Yeah, these aren't your
0: first edition, 61?
2: 51. Sorry, oh, I thought you said
1: 61. Holy is it the
2: the, the break point of not being able to take four?
1: Four, right. Okay, I I do think this is weak enough though to where you could do four.
2: It's got to reinforce. Do you really want to try and kill 40 hit points worth of right, reinforced hull? Right. It's got one agility, though. And the dial is pretty good. Yeah. All, all the, dial's not bad.
0: the dial is not bad. I'll give you that. It's got one banks and a straight. It's the full suite of two, as usual. It doesn't clear stress
2: that well, I suppose.
0: Right. It does have a zero. I love the zero. I've always been a fan of the zero.
2: Yeah. And Jedi crew as well. You don't they even bother. need actions why I've other in the stress. Exactly. Do you want to go to Plo Kloon then? Uh yeah, yeah, we'll go plo. So
0: Plo Kloon, Uh at start of the end phase, if you are reinforced, hmm Uh you may choose one friendly ship at range zero or on your left or right firing arcs, port or starboard. starboard. Arcs. Yep. At range one. Uh, that ship removes one deplete or strain token or repairs one face-up damage card. Now, that's interesting.
2: Depleted so or off strain off. tokens. All right, so...
0: Pulls off a deplete, a strain, or can repair a face-up damage card. That's really good.
2: So I find like, depleted to be pretty annoying. I, so that, I mean, I do like that. And he has a purple reinforce. So if you put him on the what your reinforce goes from being red to purple. Uh-huh. And you're getting an extra benefit from it. So you're keeping the ship that's hard to remove its stress from unstressed. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think I'm on board here. I think this is good. And yeah, it's a force.
0: Think, yeah. And, and you're adding the the illustrious or the illustrious force modifier to this as well. I think he's really good.
2: I think it's my turn to go first again though. Uh, I'm going to say 9 points because I believe 9 points is a good force user point cost this is like 9 11 13, 12 and 13 seem to be good for screw just as you know not trying to steer you guys anywhere but
0: no no i already had a number in my head before you spoke
2: yeah, uh, so yeah my, so, number,
0: my number if it's, if i'm next i guess yeah uh, i was gonna call this one 10
2: 10 points
0: i think he's worth every every bit
1: of 10 points
2: yeah all
1: right i'm gonna shoot the moon and go for 12 12
2: Ooh. points how many yeah how many points is Grand Inquisitor or Seventh Sister? The oh, good, good. they're a good ones to look at. I mean, I've already said my thing now and I'm not changing, because that would involve like scrubbing stuff out and writing it, which isn't gonna happen.
0: Give me a second. Uh, Seventh Sister comes in at nine points. Grand Inquisitor is at 13. But Grand Inquisitor... I mean, if I had the balance between the two, I think Grand Inquisitor is better.
2: So I Uh, can agree with that. Palpatine's 11. Yeah. And it's two... But he is two crew swats, though, which is a limiting factor of itself.
0: Yes. There's only so many ships that can actually go on.
2: Yeah. Then, finally... We have the HMP Droid Gunship, <laughs> which I think I was more excited about than you from a pre-show I, chat.
0: I, I don't. No, I'm excited. I all right, so all right, Let's get into it first. Uh, two attack dice, one of a five hull, three shields. This is B-wing statistics. Almost whoa. comes with the calculation. Whoa,
2: whoa, whoa! Two attack oh, dice on a one eighty arc, and it has a zero. There.
0: I was getting there.
2: Not quick uh, enough for my liking. <laughs>
0: Comes with a calculate, a target lock, a red barrel roll, and then a reload into a calculate as well. Of course, it does have the aforementioned 180 firing arc and a stall. The dial is actually pretty darn good. It does have red one banks, which kind of sucks. I still make the argument I don't understand how you can stress a droid, but whatever. Um, I get they have to put it in for game balancing, but it doesn't make any sense. Because uh, it always, what, it, for me, it was always like the pilot had to really focus to get that. Um, yeah. Would you take off.
2: a red one bank if I gave you a two hard green, uh, blue on a 180 degree firing arc?
0: Yeah, exactly. And I get it. I get where they're coming from. They do have the full suites of blues or uh, twos. Uh, those are interesting enough. So, like the hard turns and the straights in the two are blue, but the banks are not. So whatever reason this thing has a hard time banking, it's clear because... It's it really the same doesn't...
2: as all the droids. Have. That's a design space for the droid fighters, I think.
0: Gotcha. Well, that makes sense then. Uh, it does have a four and a five straight, both in red. Um, and then yeah, I was four... kind of
2: hoping that five was a K turn because it doesn't have any way to flip around.
0: doesn't need to. It's got a 185 ring. It could just turn hard to turn every turn and have know, half the board. But...
2: <laughs> doesn't need yeah, it. I, ju- I want a three swoop because I'm greedy. Okay.
0: Yeah. No. I get it. I get it. It doesn't need it. Um. So the generics. Okay. The lowest cost. This is tough because it looks like we have um initiative ones. One of them is dotted, but that's hard to determine from the droid perspective because they have generics that are dotted.
2: Yeah. Well. So it's single dot the dot means it's going to do something as well as its ship shipability normally doesn't it correct so i I doubt that would be the cheapest
0: right my my guess is it's the other one um simply because when you look at all the text that's on all the other cards the rest of it's in bold and the one that's under the initiative three is not in bold so my guess is that's going to be the generic i could be wrong so that's probably the low-end generic so we're looking at for all intents and purposes, B-Wings. The two attack dice is a little bit strenuous um, as far as its points cost are concerned. So where do we put that? Who who goes first on this one?
2: Uh,
0: oh, damn it. I knew it. As soon as they spit <laughs> it, I was like, ah, that's my turn. <laughs> all right. Where would I put
2: you? So do you want some more words to help? Sure. Okay. So the Hyena has got two exactly attack dice.
0: That's went to look to. Yeah.
2: It's got two attack dice, uh, primary, but only on a ninety-degree arc. It's got five hull, but no shields. Got a reload, but it's not white. You know, it' It's about as similar as you can get without those things. And it it's twenty five points. Yeah, the but B, one... the B wing, the cheapest B wing, is what forty? Um, it's, yeah, forty one for cheapest B wing,
0: which is exactly where I was going to put the numbers on that for the same logic that you applied uh, in the previous ship. I can't see them allowing five of these to be run. So I was going to put the number at 41 points, um, simply to only allow four of these on the table at a time. Tops.
1: Uh,
2: I'm going to say 31.
1: I'm going to say 38. 38. Yeah, I don't think it's that good of a ship overall, but
2: I'm going to say forty. I'm going to Here's undercut one. Ed by one point and say that you can take five if you want to.
0: You can take five of these bastards if you want to.
2: Yeah.
0: All right. Now, this one is actually clearly from the art. Is actually in both um, the, the droid gunship and uh, the lat. But yeah. we are looking at the multi-missile pods, which is super cool. Uh it comes with five charges.
2: This one really does excite me. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. So it takes up a minimum of two missile slots, which means that the gunship comes with a minimum of two missile slots. That also means that the lat comes with a minimum of two missile slots, because at least for the moment, they've done it before, yeah. where they've, where they've uh, removed things. That, so when you get an upgrade in a pack, you don't actually get to put on a ship. Um, but for the for the start, it means that they come with a minimum of two missile slots. So it's only two attack dice at range one to two. Uh, you can attack. Uh, you either need, need a calculate or a target log on it. Either one. Spend one energy if the defender is in your primary firing arc, and you may spend one energy to roll one additional attack die. If the defender is in your bullseye arc, you may spend two energy and roll that many additional attack dice instead. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. in
2: that- arc, I will fire a four dice shot at oh, you. Yeah.
0: Yeah, four dice at range one to two. Uh, uh, yeah, I like you a lot. Um, the interesting part to this, though, is the... Do you want
2: to know where I actually like this, though, Ed?
0: Sure, I K-Wing. It. Yeah, agreed. Absolutely agree. Although the arc doesn't have enough missile slots to be able to fire this off.
2: No, but you yeah, have a K-Wing.
0: The K-Wing does, absolutely. Yeah.
2: yeah, so that's where I want it, on the K-Wing.
0: So I just uh, just a rules point, just to make sure I've got this in the same page, because obviously we looked at the lat. The lat has no primary um, firing arc printed on the ship. But this card's clearly in it. So this means that the firing arc provided by the missiles is the 180. So in theory, you're now granting a 180 firing arc for these missiles alone on ships that can actually take it. Super cool. There's so much good stuff wrapped into this for missiles.
2: So the thing I really like as well is the attack, calculate, or a um, target lock.
0: Meaning it can cross factions without a problem. It doesn't need to be a droid.
2: Does first Ooh. order have anything with two missile slots? Uh, I don't no. think so. It's a shame, no, because then you uh, could just use that new crew to just give someone a calculate. There you go, fire those missiles.
0: No, I don't. The Epsilon doesn't oh. even have one. The no, Silencer has one slot.
2: Yeah, I think you're right. I think it does. Yeah,
0: I don't think they do. Well, yeah, go figure. First order gets screwed all the time, we <laughs> <laughs> never get anything good. Oh, uh, all right, so where does that put? I'm, I. I after the show, we should go back and find out actually how many ships can actually currently take it.
1: Uh, my guess is nine.
0: Nine points for it. Oh, this is you're already go, you're jumping ahead and taking the shots at this. Yeah. Nine points. Oof. All right. So where where does that put that on the generic? Because these would be generic. These are not squad related. Where does that put that on generic t-
2: missiles? So I'll go second. I think you've only gone last once. So I'll do. I'll go next. And I think. I think you'll be able to, so I thought you'd be able to run five of the ships with no upgrades. Uh, but I didn't think you'd be able to run four lats. Right. So then Correct. if you if you extrapolate from that, so nine yeah. So Sean is on point for if these are nine points and the lat's forty-two, you can't run you can't run four of them, which I don't think you'd want to let people do. Correct. So uh, but for the actual the HMP, I think four of these is okay because yeah, it's got a reload, but it's not not going to burn. It's not going to get enough charges back to get all of them. Um, so I'm gonna say I'm gonna undercut you by one and just play that game, Sean. I'm gonna say that the eight points.
1: God damn you!
2: You can go the same as me. So. See, my
1: my philosophy was on the forty-two point shift. Nine points takes away. The ability yeah. to run you know five so yeah Well or
0: four you both guessed very very well because the one thing that i was trying to equate this to is barrage rockets which is the only thing i think had remotely close to similar rules um barrage rockets are obviously base three and you can spend one to re-roll dice for the energy but you don't need to add attack dice and barrage rockets currently in the game come in at eight
2: fact i have i may have a different take where is it it is, there it is the backtide prototype oh, you can only take two of them anyway 28 points yeah that's fine i was worried that was a generic hyena that you could spam that had two missile slots but there isn't but backtide prototypes with yeah. these looks these good are
0: better than barrage rockets uh, they're not
2: are- because uh, no they are yeah they no. are no, the, better, the better on droids, I think they're worse on ships without Calculate. Because I'd rather take the focus action to be able to shoot at what I want than have to take the target lock to announce my target. Yeah. Because you, you can spam these on a low initiative ship, take your Calculate, and then have that 180 arc open. So it's harder to dodge the arc. And if you guess right, you get a better shot. If you guess perfect, you get an even better shot. I really, really like this as a design space card.
0: So do I. I think this is a fantastic card. Um I, I, I gotta agree with Sean. It's it's nine. Okay. It's probably ten. To be perfectly honest with you, it's probably ten, but ten feels way Tell too
2: impressive. Me. what's the most expensive missile we currently have? Eight. Like garage. It's, yeah, eight. Mirage yeah, yeah. for eight,
0: yeah. And that's why I'm like part of me's like ten almost feels you know what? Screw it, I'm going with my gut. It's ten. No, I'll take the L on this one. If I am wrong, it just because I fundamentally I still I think it's a, a, a more um, lethal. Uh, so I think
2: it. you're the mistake. I think you're making is you're missing the range band issue on it as well. Yeah, it's only That's, range one to two.
1: Yeah, you're it's two, sh- two to you're, three. You're getting two shots out of it potentially. It's two dice base, you know. Then spending makes it a three. You'll get one four die attack. I. And range one to two, so you're putting it. Oh, yeah. yeah, I
2: guess. I, I think I guess
1: nine is
2: think the right you. number on this. Yeah, I, I know you said nine. And I'm arguing against a ten here. I, I still think I would undercut you on the nine for the uh, the cheeky trying to win the game. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, no, I know. I'm mostly doing it for the same reasons I think that Sean's doing it, though, is simply and basing it on two things. A, I like, he's right. The the four naked, can you get all of them with these kind of kind of thing, trying to get the, the, the points pointed out so that you can't do it that way, which is why nine was my minimum. But then hmm. the question becomes his functionality. Like, do I feel that it's that much better than Barrage Rockets? It's actually two points and not one point over Barrage.
2: Yeah. so no, I think. I, yeah, I'm, yeah, wrong.
0: I'm okay with wrong.
2: We're good. We're good okay so that's all of them we we played our game i believe we'll have to wait until september maybe but points are coming out we've not done this for a while and we didn't want to mess around too much on current points because we've not i i don't care about the online meta i have no interest in looking at that at all we've been playing random squads so (laughs) we'll we'll make our guesses on the new ships and then we had one more topic to touch on, which was the uh, you've been on the FFG forums. There was a post on the twenty second of June um, talking about new squadron packs.
0: Oh, that one! You're correct. Yeah. I almost forgot. So, so we, we have, have those where? in
2: the podcast crap podcast. chat chat
0: so chris you actually know more about the the genus of these photos than i do and where so
2: basically uh f um, asmodee uh asmodee recently purchased Lion rampant import who used to be the exclusive distributor for ffg but when ffg was purchased by asmodee they took over phyllo sophia which became asmodee canada which then took exclusive distribution from Wine Rampant, but they didn't like the fact that the distribution hub was in Montreal, uh, because but that's where Sophia was based, and the lease was too long. So they that now purchased Wine Rampant and are uh, moving, not all of Asmodee, but FFG specifically, and I believe Atomic Mass Games, which is like Crisis Protocol, uh, moved over to Wine Rampant for Canadian distribution. And so on Lion Rampant's website as a, a store, you can order, um you could so you can pre-order a X-Wing 2nd edition Phoenix Cell Squadron Pack, an X-Wing 2nd Edition Sky Strike Academy Squadron Pack, and an X-Wing 2nd Edition Fugitives and Collaborators Squadron Pack. So normally as a caveat to this, we don't normally talk about stuff that's leaked and spoiled and things like that on unofficial channels just because it's not things we enjoy doing but i say someone posted this on june 22nd on the ffg community website so have at it it's publicly available information so what do you think about more squadron packs and those three names specifically
0: i was in percent on board with the idea uh to start off with when it was first announced i like the idea of being able to breathe some new life into new ships and I highly anticipated that that was not going to be the only time we ever saw them. So I think uh, they're doing the right things here. I think it is an easy way to um, help upgrade uh, existing ships. And it's very different than what we would have seen in like the ACEs builds before where, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sort of semi disappointed because what was cool about like the quote unquote ACEs packs where you got cool paint schemes for different ships. So like, you got like the all red tie defender, or you got the um, oh, what's the name of the red stripe that goes down um, the tie
2: the interceptor? the hundred and first wing, the Sabre Squadron.
0: Right, exactly. Like you, you that's the reason why um, the all red one was all red was because it was the number. It was based on the number of kills that you got in that squadron, which is why the all red tie interceptors were like super deadly aces. So like. I thought that kind of stuff was cool. I think some of them they kind of went lame on, um, like for example, whenever they did the tie bomber, I think that they just went with like the blue wash over the black wash. But you got that cool um, tie defender, or not the tie defender, the um, yeah, the, the
2: defender. Player. You got you got a red defender.
0: Yeah, you got um. the red defender for that one. So like I oh, it, what was the other one that I'm thinking of is whenever you bought the uh, gr75, you got the gold tipped. Uh, Actually, having those different ships with different paint schemes for folks who do not paint um, was always cool. I thought it was kind of neat to kind of get those special edition, um, rarer, quote unquote, just different paint schemes for ships. I thought that was kind of cool. So it looks like those are going to go away. And I'm, I'm OK with it, because obviously the the cost of the ships were built into that box set. Yeah. But those were always the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Hot fixes for ships that weren't doing.
2: Yeah. So what I've. Thought was twofold on it. I, I was really hoping that if they did this, it would be a card pack. But if you look at the name, the Squadron Pack follows the naming convention of Guardians of the Republic Squadron Pack, and then the, um, the Separatist Alliance one, the Servants of Strive Squadron Pack. Mm-hmm. So those are actually three ship boxes. So you get the one a for Sprite and the two V19s, and you get the one uh, Belob and the two Vultures. So what do you want to take punts at being in them? I think Phoenix Cell is probably the easiest one to go off.
1: So really quick, I just have to ask this. What's the reference to these? Like, what is what show?
2: So Star Wars Rebels is Phoenix Cell is the, uh, the Rebels group. Yeah. Um, Strike Academy, I believe, is the... Uh, I'm running off memory. I've not put it into Wikipedia or anything, um, but I believe that is the in Alphabet Squadron. The Imperial Squadron, I think, is trained at Sky Strike Academy. It, so it's either that, or this is the squadron that, um, or the academy that like Wedge and Sabine train at, I think in Rebels, in Los, so it's yeah. either Rebels or Alphabet Squadron for Sky Strike. But, if,
0: if, we can obviously, I think, we know where that's going.
1: So this is an interesting one. Phoenix
2: Cell. What was that? A wings and Y wings. Uh, A wings, Y wings. Um, they this obviously you'd hope for the uh, the orange B wing with yeah, the mega right. death laser. Yeah, the B wing. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry. It is in Rebel Sky Strike Academy. So it did have Wedge Antilles and Hobby went uh, defected to join uh, Phoenix right. Cell. Oh, yeah. But yeah, um so I think A-wings are a in because I, I hope not, because this I this will be like
1: they're... the the fiftieth time they've printed A-Wings.
2: Because <laughs> they can't get them right. <laughs> yeah, well, because yeah, you just no, they just did the A-wing. Oh, so sorry. So remember when we had this conversation about Decimator and how it got re-released, and it was I said it was stupid to not add a, an extra pilot because you'd end up having the generic on both sides of one of the pieces of cardboard if you have three pilots. Mm -hmm. And then they didn't because they'd said previously that you didn't have to buy the ship pack. So they've they've re-released the A-Wing, but it only had the stuff that was in the conversion kit. So if you put A-Wings in it, it's a way to circumvent the fact that you told people they didn't have to buy the ship pack because they're not buying the ship pack, they're buying the squadron pack yeah so if they if uh, so if they had a Chardan refit card and they only put it in the squadron pack and it makes rebel a-wings as good as resistance a-wings or like stupidly cheap or whatever then you've not lied to people they still they don't have to buy that shit pack oh
1: well, I get that I just I don't know
2: so I, I I still think I'm I think there will be a-wings because they're iconic to to the show I think right. Like, right but i don't know if i like it or not
1: so this uh, the, these are ones that i'm gonna have to wait and see what's coming i guessing it's fine but i really i think,
2: I think a better one for this sean then is do you think it will be a, the same mix of two and one or will the will a rebel one specifically do you think that one will be three different ships Do you think it'll be an A-Wing, a Y-Wing, and a B-Wing?
1: Yeah, I think it'll be three different ships. (laughs) And it doesn't hurt them to do that either, you know. Yeah. Because if you're printing 50,000, I don't know how many they print, but 50,000 of them, the three molds isn't going to break the
2: bank. Well, they've got the molds for all three of those ships. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they're already
1: there. So what I'm saying, though, is the printing, you know, using that mold for print. That's what I'm talking about, you know. Yeah. Packaging three ships, so that means you have to have three ships run. You know, the three ship run at the same time. Um, I think that yeah, doing three ships, three different ships would be feasible.
2: Okay. Uh, anything else on Phoenix Event?
1: I don't know anything. I, I, no. These things here are kind of interesting to me because what I would rather see, like kind of like you, Chris, I'd rather see card packs than ships, but. Yeah. I you know if they put out ships they put out ships you
2: know what are you gonna do yeah so move on to Sky Strike Academy the interceptors it's gotta have it has to be doesn't it it's gotta be Fantastic. intercepting there okay you, so on,
1: well, so let me think about this real quick okay so if I recall in the show weren't there
2: defenders in that also oh you 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 stole it that's what I was gonna go on to yeah yeah
1: I think you're gonna see a regular Tie Fighter. An interceptor and a defender because I I don't think bomber the bombers were in there but they weren't part of that
2: squadron I don't think. So I'm gonna say it. You know where, uh, who else flew a defender in Rebels? Vader. Yeah.
0: Well, he flew. He also flew a defender in um, X Wing versus Typhoon, too.
2: Oh no! No, sorry, it wasn't. No, if yeah, he flies the defender in the Thrawn book, doesn't he? I can't. Is that where he flies mm-hmm. it? Yeah, it doesn't fly it in the show. Vader. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Um. So the the Wikipedia article I have a StarWarsFandom dot com SkyStrike Academy. Uh, Lieutenant Thrawn convinced Commander Dean Lark of the Royal Imperial Academy on Coruscant to transfer three troublesome cadets. Blah blah blah. So yeah. So uh, Thrawn's around. The, you know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. This is stuff that is already in canon from it. So if we see a defender. Do they give us Vader in a defender?
0: Please, they've given Sabine Wren like seven ships to fly. You can give Vader a second ship, please.
2: How do you even balance that, though? Like,
0: it's got to be a hundred points. It's, it, it's gotta, given.
2: It's, oh, I, I I I don't even know. I. With
0: Vader's ability, it's got to be 100 that, That's
2: what I mean. Like, have we seen ships have different abilities? Uh, pilots have different abilities in different ships? Because I think that other cross-faction, like Han, has got three different abilities. But it's cross depending on how. Yeah. Within faction, it's always been the same ability.
0: Exactly. So if you, so, go, with the, I, if you go with that logic, Vader in a defender is so broken. So broken, and the only way to balance that is to make him extremely expensive. All
2: right, I'll take my three ability, three agility, three force, my free evade token. <laughs> All right, I can't wait. Hell?
0: <laughs> I can't wait. That ship is going to be so broken. And yes, they should. I,
2: so I'm going to say something. I, I, I re Chris really really wants this. <laughs> I never want to play against it. So I I don't know. I I will be super happy in the same way like getting to fly Anakin and Ahsoka in in the uh, Republic stuff just makes me as a Star Wars fan it just makes me happy. But the so the Nova Squadron Radio, Chris, would be against the D- D- Darth Vader and a Defender. Because I honestly don't know how you balance that shit.
0: The only way to balance it's through points.
2: Well luckily like
0: or eliminate max all is, of the upgrades just like it's got to be max is cleverer
2: weird. than i am so it's fine i you've got stuff like that. they could do that because um who is it uh Weibo has got different swats to the rest of the yt 2400s mm-hmm. so i yeah probably take off the advanced sensor swap i don't think vader uh-huh. needs advanced sensors on uh on his defender what else is be got? okay
0: oh, what are the other native upgrades to that thing? It's got like a missile slot that no one ever uses. A cannon slot. Yeah, if you just drop it down to where he can only take a force power and nothing else, and then make the ship 100 points, I mean, even at that, it's still super difficult to kill that ship. Yeah.
2: So I know it's getting late, so I'll push us on to the next one. Um, Fugitives and collaborators Squadron Pack. So I have one thing, one talking point. Uh, so I'm gonna be selfish. I'm not gonna take your guys' suggestions because I know my like, head's yawning right now. Um sorry. So if no, it's fine. I'm I'm trying to make sure we don't go too long, that's all. If we run on the assumption that these are all three ship packs, fugitives and collaborators is the name of this one. Could it be one resistance ship, one first order ship, and one scum ship? Hmm. Because so- there's oh, three that. squadron packs, but seven factions two two of the factions have already got one, so if you give this one to one specific one, you're leaving out two of the factions,
1: or they'll have two more coming up later yeah, that'd
0: be the other yeah, that'd be the other side of it.
1: I think this is your scum and villainy so
0: maybe maybe separatist no, no that I've said that out loud, I don't agree with that no you're okay. right it's it's scum and villainy so.
2: Okay, then. What about if it's a pack for scum and villainy ships, that lets let some be fugitives and collaborators. Ooh. So you want to play, um, I don't know, I'm trying to think of a pilot that would work in, in a ship. So what do we have in sky sc- I need to turn around and look. So you want to have a quad jumper in resistance. It's got a resistance quad jumper pilot.
0: I could see that. It's such a generic title, it's hard It's hard to theory hammer this one. Like, we have reference points for Phoenix Cell, so, and we have reference points for Skystrike Academy. Um, super difficult to pull off, like, generic terms like fugitives and collaborators.
2: I collaborate, so it's the collaborators that makes it, because that can go both, depending on which side uh-huh. of a fence you're stood on judging the collaborator. So, yeah. I've, i could think... Be,
0: it could be Imperial pilots that collaborate with another faction, like, the rebels
2: so <laughs> right. do, you see, do you see the rabbit know.
0: hole we go down with that
2: yeah yeah i mean so do you get i
0: don't think that's what it is but i mean
2: oh all right. do you get synth in an x-wing then is it...
0: Ooh, did happen it's not necessarily <laughs> canon anymore but it did happen
2: yeah okay i think we can leave it on that i because I, I i think it's too generic to Agreed. Yeah, the title Agreed. the title doesn't
1: give us enough yeah. to where you can make. I mean, you could. You're right. The rabbit hole could be very deep on this one.
2: Do you do you want to throw out a random wish list ship or something, then, Sean? Something that you could fly in one of the other eras or factions from somewhere. <sighs> truthfully, if you could...
1: truthfully, if I had a dream, if if this was my dream, uh, the Mandalorian ship would be in this.
2: Wow, not a, not a bad call.
1: I think that his ship, the Razor Crest, would because it's not Razor Crest to me is like a medium base ship.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: I agree. So you could make that as your as your introduction of the Mandalorian into X-wing. So you yeah. could you could have the Razor Crest because he's going to fall into scum and villainy anyway. Yeah. So, so you could have that Razor Crest, and then you have enough crew. You know, you think about it, you could easily crew the Razor Crest up. But the flip side of this for me, though, is is the Razor Crest, though, a ship that they're going to introduce with its own ship, own box, you know. Mm. That's the tough one for me. But I, I really, if I had a dream, Razor Crest, this would feature the Razor Crest.
2: Yeah. yeah All right. Uh, okay. Well, there you go, Ed. We can wrap it there so you can actually get some sleep before you have to go to work.
0: Yep, I appreciate it, since I got to go to work today. <laughs>
1: <So>. <laughs> all right, yeah.
0: everyone. I'm going to make this really, really short. Thank you for joining the show. Sean, always good to talk to you, my friend.
1: Yep, glad I could meet. Glad you guys started later. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I know mean, you're not.
0: I'm glad you're here. That's not, that's not the reason why I'm not. Chris, always happy to talk to you, my friend.
2: Yeah, I uh, just wanted to take a quick moment, obviously, before Ed closes out, to thank all of the patrons. You guys are, are always awesome. Um, a really big help at the moment, especially with the current ongoing crisis and all the like, lack of ability to do normal work and stuff. It's really helped out covering costs for hosting, editing software, all of that kind of stuff. Um, so that you can check that out on lackoffocuspatreon.com. You can email us if you've got any questions. You can shoot us an email at podcast at gmail.com. And Join the Dice Hate Productions Discord. The link is in the uh, show notes and right, all over Facebook on the Dice Hate website. So if you go to dicehate.com, you can see the, um, the Discord link there. I've, like I say, I've put a bit of effort into kind of rejigging the look of it. Um, we're getting a nice, healthy community there. We're playing uh, some Neptune's Pride with everyone on there and doing different things. We'll be playing Star Wars Squadrons together when that comes oh, I can't out. Wait and then um other games that we hit that have multiplayer we're going to try and build little communities in there so yeah make sure you come on down and say hi
0: short and sweet do appreciate it all right everyone i want to thank you for joining in this and granted short on prompt did turn we're running a little bit late but that's okay it's perfectly fine i'm gonna to go to bed because it's really really late so thanks everyone for joining us and as always fly casual Thank you once again for joining the Lack of Focus X-Wing podcast. Check out Dice Hate Productions for all the latest episodes, and we'll be looking forward to seeing you again next episode.